Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, hey queens. <laughs> What's up? That's our new thing. That's gonna be it. You guys are all queens. queens. I love calling all the girlies queens because you are a queen. It's like, you're a queen, you're a queen, you're a queen. Yeah. And I feel like if you're ever in a down situation, you have to remind yourself, (laughs) I'm a queen. I deserve this. You're an MF queen, okay? So here's your little Monday motivation today. You're a GM queen. Yep. Everyone listening. So Love that. Love Uh, that. Hey, guys. Hope you're having a great start to the week. First thing on Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. That's what I mean. Yeah, um, I feel like my weekend was so chill. Like, I love weekends where I don't leave the house. Like, yeah. truly, that makes me so happy because mm-hmm. I feel like we're so go, go, go all the time. So I'm oh, just like, okay, absolutely. I'm just going to, like, shut myself in. I'm going to, like, yes. relax, clean, laundry. Like, I don't know. All the things that. at home. I had, <laughs> yeah, I had such a self-care weekend today. I had my first session of Reiki, you guys. It was oh my gosh, so it go? beautiful. It was amazing. Truly, like, ugh, it was so cool. It's pretty much just, like, energetic healing. Um, is it individual or is it, Yeah, like it's a individual. So, like, oh, cool. I paid for, like, it's kind of like a massage, but, like, not. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, a massage it's like energetic. Yeah, it's, like, it gets you in alignment. And I don't know. It's just, like, so beautiful. If you have never tried it, I highly recommend. Um, and then I just – I literally, like, sat and, like, walked by the beach, like, all day. I was, like, off my phone for the most part. Like, I had to post some stories, did that. And, like, other than that, I was, like, trying to, like, take this day to slow down. And that's, like, my goal for August is to, like, slow down and, like, be present. So I, I really that. started out strong because I think next weekend – is August, which is actually insane. I think this is my okay. So you're next literally week- gonna be raging next week. I know. <laughs> okay, next Monday. Okay, yes. Yeah, so in a week, it is August first, which is insane. So that's my goal for the month. But yeah, that was kind of my weekend. Amazing. Um. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Let's get into influence of the week we have a Q&A episode for you guys um so yes what is your influence of the week so my influence of the week this week I had a little struggle coming up with one <laughs> because after time it's been a lot of time guys like you run out of ideas and so I was scrolling my Instagram feed and I look at my shop app and I'm like okay what's on the way what am I buying what am I liking what am I posting because that's where I can tell like what's influencing me so I feel like I noticed on my feed that designer accessories have really been influencing me lately and just like sunglasses or belts or a statement piece of jewelry just to elevate an outfit and I feel like accessories can be such a good investment if you take care of them because you can wear them over and over again like obviously our sunglasses like we just wear them literally so much almost every single photo and if you take care of them they last like jewelry especially I feel like if you invest in the quality like jewelry pieces those 
will last as well and they become vintage eventually and you can pass them on to your daughters or you know resell them whatever your goal is and then I feel like you could literally be wearing basics from like glassins or whatever like wherever you get your basics from and then you literally just add one accessory to the outfit and I feel like it just brings it up to a whole nother level and I feel like that's what I've been trying to do is like wear relatable easy kind of casual chic outfits and then adding that one statement piece whether it's sunglasses or a belt or you know the jewelry whatever and I just feel like it elevates an outfit so I feel like that's been influencing me for sure especially after Paris so yeah that's me what about you yeah okay that actually reminds me because someone asked me this recently about sunglasses I'm going amazing We just keep adding Sorry. to our Q&A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many we good keep Q&As adding, but I, I literally just answered this question. I forgot. I was going to screenshot it and put out my story and answer it, but you know what? It's better on here. So, okay. Sorry. That was a side note. Okay. My influence of the week. Um, I just bought them yesterday, so it's for sure an influence. Actually, one of you guys, um, Jacqueline, her name's Jacqueline, um, she sent me these sneakers on my D- – she sent it as a DM these sneakers it was like a reels or something of these sneakers and I she was like you have to get these and I'm like you're literally so right um so that really manifested itself this weekend I was literally at the mall with my mom and her sister because we were getting her mother of the bride dress which she found by the way which is super exciting yeah um Nordstrom it's so cute it's like a little gold gold dress yeah um but while I was waiting for them I was like you guys shouldn't have let me left me alone I was waiting for them took they took an hour so you know just found my way into Prada just to like look at these sneakers this girl sent me and absolutely fell in love had to get them they're so cute I'll probably just I'll probably do like a little unboxing or something on the stories but um, they are they pretty much look like pink Jordans, but they're Prada, which I've never seen before. I was like, oh my gosh, are these the new sneakers? And I, I don't really know if she was new or not because she didn't like super seem to know what she was talking about. And she said that they've had them for a while, but the photo or video I saw said they were new. So I don't know when they got them in. They might be spring instead of summer, but um, yeah, they're so cute. I can't wait to show you guys. I've been wanting like a good pair of pink sneakers I have my pink converse but I'm like really well and you were saying like the Jordans the pink Mm -hmm. ones and like the new balances that are like super limited edition are already like yeah they're almost the same price point yeah so it's like you might as well like so you might as well just treat yourself and you said you're having a Mm self-care weekend anyway yeah exactly you know what my okay this is like not a great thing to like promote but um actually I take it back um for me I feel like if you're if you feel good about that purchase you're like raising your high vibration like it's a high energetic exchange that's what like the yeah. spiritual girlies and call it and what you exchange. put out comes back you get back you know you guys the mantra that we say is every dollar I spend comes back to me tripled and it we're will. gonna keep saying that and it does so keep saying that and That's shopping is a form of self-care for me yeah but like we all know that means. by now but yes. yes be responsible be responsible shop responsibly yes, yes. but treat yourself okay <laughs> 
Yeah, I feel like I'm that friend. Like you don't text if you don't want to buy something because like yeah, so funny. Kayla texted me and she's like, okay, like. I just bought a Chanel, but I found this Chanel and it's like oh in God, perfect Kayla, condition. Like, girl. do I wait for Christmas or do I buy it now? And I was like, girl, They're, you it's don't choose be gone, the Chanel. <laughs> the Chanel chooses you. So you do it. <laughs> wait, did she and get then, it? I don't know. I don't know if she ended up doing it, oh, but okay. I was like, like the chances that you're going to come across this again are very slim. That's and like the if thing. you do get it, just wrap it up and save it for Christmas. Like that's what I do. Yeah. That's the thing you guys like especially when you are shopping designer or you know if you see like a luxury item that you really want, chances are it's going to be gone <laughs> like unless you find Literally. it vintage, but things go out of season and they don't come back and then they're like they could be more expensive if you try to buy them vintage. So it's always worth it if, if it's in something. the budget yeah if it's it. in the budget <laughs> if it's in the budget okay you should do it yes we promote financial <laughs> responsibility and savings and we have a couple questions on that so we'll get to it but yeah you guys know how we feel so 100 percent. okay yay i'm so excited can't wait to see how you style the sneakers they're gonna be so cute I feel like like it's kind of like what I said like that designer accessory that adds a pop like you could literally just have like basics on and then just like those and by the way that was like so the style in Paris like if I'm describing style in Paris it would be like elevated basics with subtle designer pops like Mm -hmm. I I don't but it was so beautiful oh my gosh like these girls would just have like a small little Celine belt with their like all black outfit but it like made it so cute or like matching Celine sunglasses with their belts I don't know it was so cute um so yeah very cute okay I feel like we can get into our Q&A um some good questions in here there's quite a few so um, lots of questions yeah we'll see if we get through these but okay the first one is is email still the best way to reach out to brands to pitch when would you dm if ever um i would definitely say email way over dm i think email comes off way more professional and you can also send like a little media kit if you want just like a little thing about um who you are and your brand and some key insights if you wanted to but I just feel like email is more professional for me I don't love when brands dm me I just immediately like right off the bat it just gives me like unprofessional vibes like I don't see this being like an actual I don't know I just literally tell them I'm like please email me details like literally right because I feel like DMs, first of all, are so unreliable. It's they kind also of get lost. Like, like they disappear, they come back. They're like yeah. people unsend oh, things. I don't know. It's so weird. I'll like scroll down sometimes, and it'll immediately jump from one day to like seventy weeks ago. This just happened to me like yes. right before we jumped on this call. Like I was so confused. Then I had to refresh it, and then it was all fixed. Yeah. But sometimes that happens, and I also miss so many because of that. Because it just like jumbles them up. 
but that's another another note but yeah yeah. I feel like the only time you would dm is potentially if you don't have a contact yet right and you just want to like try to reach out and just be like hi like I would love to work with you you know who would be the best person to reach out to like would love their email address or something thank you for your time just something like that just like kind of like a couch we'll get the email so that you can send the formal pitch over email but yeah definitely an email girl I always tell brands in my dms to please email me so the dm doesn't get lost and yeah because you can just obviously do so much more over email than dm and I've had that one situation where I know I've talked about it where a brand like said they were going to do all these things for me and then they unsent all the messages but I happened to screenshot it so I was like no you definitely unsent those messages like that's sketchy so I just say keep it in the emails for sure yeah agreed I yeah things DMs are unreliable it's unreliable I even flag things and it still doesn't come up under flagged oh like same like our Paris chat with those girls like I, I had to flag it obviously so I wouldn't lose it and it still wouldn't come up like yeah I had the hardest time finding the chat all the time it was so weird yeah so yeah Bottom line, always email. If you can't find the email literally anywhere, then DM them, ask for the email, and then proceed to email them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's some brands that do gifting over DM, and I don't love it. Like, I still try to even move gifting, but some brands are so against it for some reason. Like, they only do gifting through DMs, so... I guess that's fine. Like, I've kept a couple brands like that in DMs, but other than that, like, email... For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is when do you start shooting or planning for the next season? I feel like this is hard in California specifically or the West Coast because the weather is so different than the East Coast and we don't necessarily have seasons hmm like it's still like 80 degrees in November and like the entire east coast is in layers and coats and like we're trying our best but it's yeah. still like 80 degrees and sunny out right I would say like on I would say the trends that I see I feel like people start like putting out content a few weeks before the official start of the season so yeah. it's kind of like you, you know, it's because we want our audience and to hit the explore page because we want like those saves because people are prepping for the you, next yeah. season. So it's like you want to give them a little preview and get people excited for the next season. Maybe people are shopping for the next season. So you want them to like save your content. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's that can be really beneficial. But yeah, again, with living in California it can be hard because when it's quote like officially fall, mm-hmm. um, it is like the midsummer for us pretty much. That's like our hottest season in San Diego. Um, yeah. And like all of SoCal, I feel like, like October and November is so hot. Um, it's like fire season here. So um, we will still try to put out fall content though. So I feel like we I, try yeah, to line it up. I just remember us like wearing like faux leather and just like sweating. sweating. Literally sweating. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say most people, like, if they're true to the season, like people on the East Coast, Midwest, maybe, um, I feel like people start doing that a few weeks before to prep 
try to get those like inspo photos in. Um, but as far as, I guess that's for shooting and planning, but I guess yeah, for planning, it's more It's so, like, hard because we have like, I feel like for fall, New York Fashion Week is like a good indicator of a yes. change of season. But then we come back from that and we go back to California and like we were saying, it's hot, but it's like we've been posting at New York Fashion Week. So we're kind of right. like transitioning our content then. Yeah. And I think too, it's like personal preference. But I remember talking about this last year, how we transitioned into fall after Fashion Week and some girls were still posting like in bikinis through like November and then they mm-hmm. would complain on their stories like oh low reach low engagement and I remember we just talked about how like yes that content is so cute and fun but people aren't saving it and that's mm-hmm. really what's going to push the content is because you know it's people are wearing coats on the east coast they're not going to be right. saving your bikini photo for inspo so it's kind of making those business decisions and keeping that in mind I guess, yeah. been trying to plan for the upcoming seasons. Yeah, I feel like you just have to think of your audience and yeah, think exactly. realistically, like, is my audience traveling? Like, you know, is that my type of audience or is my audience, like, looking for the season, seasonal, seasonal content, like, casual mm-hmm. stuff? Just kind of, like, take a step back. Maybe look at your insights if you're not sure, like, even, like, where they're yeah. located. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. And then for summer, I feel like, not a whole lot of planning goes into it because I feel like a lot of summer content is very casual. It's kind of predictable every year. There's, I feel like there's maybe some key trends thrown in. Like, you know, um, right now those Gucci Croc platform shoes, those are really popular. So you're seeing like a lot of those shoes around. So I feel like there's like key little trends, but I feel like it's so different than fall. So I feel like we mostly plan for fall with New York Fashion Week. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Okay. Um, Next question is, what are the top tips for creators getting started? I feel like every time we put up a Q&A box, this is one of the most asked questions, understandably, of course. Um, I feel like a lot of people, you know, come in and out. So... Do we have um, a dedicated episode do. to this? Okay, I, I want to say, say we like do have a dedicated episode. If not, we we'll will do definitely one soon, do but one. I, yeah, it's definitely like thrown in, but I maybe we um, could do copy, a new one. Yeah, like, kind of like refresh it because we do right. get asked this a lot, but that's a good idea. Yeah, I like we had some bullet points from I think it was a clubhouse, so I I like put those in here, which we'll talk about. Um. So yeah, we just have like a few bullet points. First one is confidence, ladies. Got it? Got it? Work on that confidence. Taking photos, getting comfortable with the camera. Um, And it does take a while, honestly. We've talked about this before, like a long time ago. But when we look at how we posed in our facial expressions, like from starting out, oh my gosh, you guys, like it's Uh. so different. Like I feel like we finally can have like that casual laid back facial expression now but it was so hard to begin with and literally beginning I didn't even look at the camera same like I feel like I looked so (laughs) stiff and it's so normal but 
it's hard because I remember when I was starting out, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just not photogenic. Like, I don't know how to like make this work. Like everyone else yeah. is so photogenic, but it just takes time, takes a lot of practice, take, like getting comfortable with the camera and kind of developing confidence over time. I feel like it's helpful when you have other creator friends starting out, or even if you have just like your boyfriend, husband, girlfriend, um, wife, like anyone helping you who you feel comfortable with yeah like you'll feel more relaxed or even just practicing with a tripod because I know some people feel like way better with a tripod because no one's watching they put it at the angle they want they go at their own pace so it's like whatever works best for you kind of test it out and try it and see and then just keep doing that like where Remember that? Well, I think it was last year where all those girls went somewhere together and oh my they gosh, all yeah. had tripods. Like so no one was, funny. no one was taking photos of each other. They were all using their own tripods, and that's just like personal preference. Yeah, uh, like it's so cool. <laughs> uh, we are just not the tripod girls. No. We've never had to do that, but I hear it's more popular. Like on the east coast slash like Arizona, <laughs> people say Arizona yeah. girls like love a tripod. So. Um, yeah, maybe try a tripod, honestly. That that could be a really good idea to just, like, get more confident. Yeah. Um, setting goals is a really good thing to do when you're starting out. I think just kind of, like, determining the path you want to go on, what type of content and creator you want to be, and how you want to present yourself to your audience. I think those are all really good things to think about. I feel like we need to put this in another episode, honestly. I feel like there's so many things we could say. Yeah, I think we should too. But I think too with setting goals, like setting goals on consistency because I feel like a big part of getting started is just being consistent. And that doesn't mean posting five times a week Mm -hmm. or every single day. It just means consistent. So if for you that's three times a week, great. Stick with that. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, if it's Monday through Fridays and not the weekends, great. Stick with that. Like whatever you can be consistent with, do that because that's what the algorithm's going to pick up on. So having a goal for yourself and trying to do that because I know we've talked about this in like the beginning episodes when we talked about how to handle content creation with a nine to five and so people would batch content on the weekends and then use that content to post during the week while they're at work so -hmm. just figuring out your schedule your routine and what works best for you and I think that's a good way to be successful from the beginning yeah definitely agree um other things niching down I think and by that I mean Maybe try to focus on a few, like, a few things. For example, like, beauty and lifestyle or fashion beauty. Yeah, things that are related for sure. Yeah, not kind of – if you can avoid posting kind of, like, all over the board. um, Yeah, I would say, like, pick, like, three things or three, like, key words to describe yourself. I think once you have established yourself and you're a bigger account, then you can, like, incorporate a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. But just an example, when you're starting out, I feel like cooking and beauty – don't really go together because your yeah. initial audience is going to be a little confused right. on why they're following you. But obviously, once you grow and you cultivate that audience and they follow you for you, 
and they want to see your lifestyle, then it does make a little more sense. Mm-hmm. But starting out, I would try to keep like three main topics that are related, like you said, like fashion, beauty, lifestyle, whatever. Yeah, like, and there's like the wellness girlies, the fitness yeah. girlies, the fashion girlies, you know? You just kind have to remember you can't be everything that. for everyone. Yeah. Because I think like everyone wants to do everything because then you'll get more followers, but really mm-hmm. that'll just backfire because you're. Uh, your audience is going to be exactly when they'll they be see other content yeah 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 so that's a really good thing to do starting out I think also mm-hmm. finding accounts that really resonate with you and give you inspo we have Love our that. favorite girls that we always go to for inspo and um kind of like taking kind of just like asking yourself like why am I so inspired by this account and how can I apply this in my own way with my audience and my content that's a really good question to ask yourself yeah Um, I think it could be things like is it the aesthetic is it their mm -hmm. style is it their editing style is it like it could be a million things but like kind of figure out why you're saving something for inspo yeah and then maybe you you're saving it because you like it and you could translate that into your content yeah honestly like psychoanalyze everything that you do on Instagram like why are you liking this photo why are you saving this photo like (laughs) what do you like on the explore page like you know you kind of have to yeah what is your eye being drawn to without thinking because it's like that's like genuine to you and so if you put out content that you're genuinely loving it's gonna resonate with other people if that makes sense but we always say like don't copy like you know everything just put your own twist on it um for sure yes other things find people in your area this is such a good one this like I found Alyssa through an event in our area and honestly that kind of changed everything I feel like we literally it's easier to like branch out with people you know people that Mm -hmm. you meet in real life you can go to events together you can travel together you can I don't know I feel like it makes you feel a little bit more confident and not as alone um but if you don't have like a big local um like blogger if there's not a lot of local bloggers in your area it's totally fine like connect with girls on instagram that's totally fine too people we know a lot of girls who did that and they go to new york fashion week together they like travel Mm -hmm. together um just like connecting yeah you can always just like dm someone grab a coffee see if you guys vibe and like Mm -hmm. hang out more if not that's totally fine but i think putting yourself out there is definitely scary and hard at first but when you do it it gets easier and it makes things so much more fun so definitely if you have that opportunity in your area we like definitely recommend doing that it helps so much and it's scary at first but it's so so worth it like I think that's like the number one thing honestly like truly get out of your comfort zone it it will really help you yeah um but yeah also just knowing that it might seem saturated and scary at first but there's room for everyone everyone has a unique style and really try to hone in on your unique your unique style and make that known in your content if you can like what you're known for you know, mm-hmm. try to think of like your own little tagline or um, just something that sets you apart if you can. And sometimes that takes a really long time to figure out. And that's totally fine. I you honestly to feel like right we just figured that out for ourselves. Yeah. 
we really just did like I would say in the last year or so and we've been doing this since like around 2018 so it takes time but kind of just keeping that in the back of your head and if something sticks or like sparks something in you run with it yeah just keep if it works keep doing it yeah I feel like that's something we learned the past year so yeah and it's like the important so but yeah I definitely feel like we things. should <laughs> dive in like do a whole episode on this even if we've already done one we could do like a little a, refresh. new refresher and like add new things so stay tuned that'll be coming soon me writing it right um now. okay perfect um okay so the next one is top tips on getting paid when starting out with under 5k honestly I feel like we know girls who had 5k and they were getting paid pretty well I feel like at the end of the day it just comes down to like we said before confidence for sure Mm -hmm. pitching yourself knowing your value and your worth and creating high quality content that brands can repurpose or reuse because that's honestly the whole point and that's what they are looking for and then there's that whole thing on TikTok right now and I'm just so confused by it the whole user generated content thing do you see that wait what what do you mean like they're like oh people are like oh i'm a user i'm a ugc creator and i'm like but i'm confused because i'm like that's already been a thing but people are like labeling themselves as that and they're making a lot of money right i think i've seen this i think so i think i've seen a few videos about this i think essentially it's just like they're content creators but they're not actually posting the content like they're just creating the exactly right Yes. Which I'm sure that they're getting... I don't... Yeah, I have seen that. So maybe I think because they're smaller on like Instagram, but they make good money from creating user-generated content is what that stands for, for brands to like repost and reuse or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because there is good money in that if you build relationships with the brand and they like your content. So yeah, definitely go on TikTok and search that because that's a thing and that's a good way to like build relationships with brands and then obviously you can post that content to your feed and that the brand will like that as well so but I definitely feel like there are opportunities definitely get on platforms because I feel like the influencer platform Mm -hmm. forms really cater to micro influencers because the brands on there have the budget to pay at that rate whereas like when you get bigger I don't feel like the brands have the budget anymore if that makes sense yeah I so agree. like like what did we I use like aspire aspire obviously it's like obvious.ly yeah um four yeah uh what's that one it's like influence her or like I yeah oh I think it's like a college one or her campus is like college influence her yeah yeah Yeah, there's definitely a bunch out there so definitely join some Facebook groups like influencer Facebook groups join these Mm -hmm. platforms and just kind of search and see what people are talking about and I feel like you can get some pretty good collabs on those like I feel like beauty brands really do like like I feel like L'Oreal is on Aspire all the time yeah so that's like yeah, a good opportunity. Like a ton, I feel like on obviously too. Yeah, um, there was like phases we were getting like a lot of collabs from platforms, not so much yeah. anymore. But yeah, there was definitely a point where I think it was really 
lucrative for us and I feel like with at that 5k range like that could be really good for you if you're creating high quality content and your engagement is good like with your audience and relationship with them and all that so I feel like that's like a good place to start with getting paid and just when brands email you or pitch you just initially from the get-go ask what their budget is yeah you know you're serious and that's how you like start the relationship but that's what I would do I feel like yeah I feel like another thing is uh I mean, I guess I get going along with the whole UGC thing, content creation for brands is, I mean, that's essentially what it is, but that's really big. And if you're mm-hmm. creating content, like go on these brands profiles, see what yeah. kind of content they're reposting from their creators and just like kind of analyze like and ask yourself <laughs> a lot of internal reflection in this episode. Ask yourself, yes. does my content look like this? Would this brand repost my content or can I create similar content to this? And if you can, then like, honestly, you have a shot girl, like shoot your shot. Yeah. And And I definitely feel like if your content doesn't look like their content, but you've created content like that before, you could put together an entire pitch deck and be like, hey, like I would love to work with you. Here's some recent work that I've done that's very similar to your aesthetic and vibe. Like, let me know if... Mm -hmm like our brands align and we could create a partnership together anything like that but yeah I like the whole shoot your shot thing because I feel like if you're not someone else is someone else so for sure is. and the worst thing that can happen is they'll say no yeah That's it. and like you could even ask them okay like and then follow up is there next anything month. <laughs> yeah like is there anything I could do to improve to like yeah, ask for work feedback together ask yeah for feedback totally yeah, just be honest with yourself. Like, is your content um, looking like these girls that they're collaborating with? Like, maybe go to their pages mm-hmm. and just kind of look at how their page looks, what their content looks like. Because your your account is pretty much your resume, so you definitely want it to look yeah. nice for when brands look at it. Um, but yeah, content creation, UGC, shooting your shot, platforms, yeah, all really good ways. Get it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next one is how do you decide what partnerships to take on and which ones to not? I feel like it's all about if you're aligning <laughs> with authenticity. the brand. If you align with the brand, if you align with the budget, and that also goes into like authenticity. Does it align? Yeah. Yeah. With what your your beliefs are and what your audience is looking to see um I just and I feel like you ask yourself like what would I post this without being paid yes and that makes sense yeah and like obviously it's like you would do it too for a check sometimes but like within reason you know honestly we've all had those experiences where we definitely took something we probably shouldn't have when we regretted it and we learned our lesson and we never did it again happens to all of us we've all been down that path it's embarrassing whatever but no one remembers it, honestly, okay? And if you remember yeah, something 100%. embarrassing of mine, please share with me because I know. I will. Know. LOL. Um, but yeah. Like, for example, I had I just turned down one. It was like a pet pet campaign. But it was like literally for a bowl. It was like for a food bowl. And I'm like, please, uh, please LMK how I'm going to post this. Like, <laughs> literally what the f- – like, I was um, You're so like, confused. excuse me, is the food bowl pink? Yeah. And, and like, no. I'm not but yeah, like, how are you putting that – Exactly. So that's – What? A, that's an example of, like, 
a partnership that we would not take and turn down because that's very not authentic to our brand um we would never like i don't know i, I mean i would just never post like a photo yeah i feel like obviously Google, stories you know? could yeah like stories work. are great maybe a real maybe yeah but like, like an in-feed post yeah a little off yeah i feel like if you posted that it would just like stand out on your feed and then your audience is going to be like what are you doing yeah you just don't or, like want she to ruin... clearly took that check 100 and you don't like, want you that just you don't want to ruin the trust that you have with your audience and like ever seem like a sellout, I guess. I don't know yeah. if that's the Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Right word, but um you always wanna I feel like keeping that brand or keeping that um trust with your audience is so important and you don't want to like ever post things that seem like weird, on inauthentic, um, like you don't really yeah. care that type of thing so I feel like after you go through that really bad experience of what you took and you probably shouldn't have you you really learn that feeling and then when you get opportunities you get that feeling again and you're you just like no you're like no, yeah you this do. is not I can't make this work like this doesn't go with my brand like even mm -hmm. if it is something like you like love but it just doesn't fit then like that's what you have to think about and I feel like we really believe in when one door closes, another door opens. So we really yeah, try not 100%. to have that scarcity mindset that like, oh, no, I can't turn down this campaign because what if nothing else comes in? Whereas we think, OK, like this wasn't the right opportunity, but I'm going to say no and make space for the right opportunity to come along. And it does. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, just being authentic, being true to your brand and you have to keep your audience in mind too if they would like it and I think mm -hmm. that's truly what it comes down to yeah and I think also last thing is like these other brands are also looking at what type of partnerships you take on and I feel like they don't want like they want someone who's staying true to the brand you know like say a fashion brand is looking at your profile but you're posting like random like pet campaigns and like you know things pizza that are campaign yeah just like random like lifestyle maybe you're not the person they're gonna choose in that instance if that makes sense so yeah yeah all things to think again about. like you said it's like your feed is your resume and if you think about your resume you want to have all related experience on it when you're pitching a totally. brand or quote-unquote sending your resume and if you have mm -hmm. like experience on there that doesn't really fit it doesn't really help set you up for success for the future yeah so that's how i would think about it but yeah. yes 100 okay next one says can you guys explain insta shop and being an insta affiliate good question because i'm also figuring this out <laughs> just kidding okay well I actually tried to set up an Insta shop. If you guys don't know the difference. So inst so Instagram shopping is different from Instagram affiliate. Instagram shopping is when you're actually selling products, I believe. 
right? Yes. So you're like so you're the owner selling of the store. Products. So my summer buns page has an Instagram shop where I sell summer buns products. Yeah. Yes. So an Instagram affiliate is for creators. I believe it's only if you have a creator page, but I, that might be wrong. It might be for businesses too, but it's for creators um, and they are getting a commission from the products that they tag, but not everyone has this. And I feel like I've been asked this when I put my like story up about how I don't have it. People are like, how do you get it? How do I sign up for this? But not every account has it. If you have it, it will be under your settings under creator and then you'll see affiliate or you can go to your professional tools like dashboard and it'll be under yeah, tools. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, but... If it's not there, then I guess you're shit out of luck because that's happening to me, Queens. Um, And it's hard because those are the posts that Instagram is pushing right now only. Those are the only posts I see. And a lot of people have said that as well. So it's random. I wish I knew if there was like a date coming up where they were going to roll it all out. But that's the difference. Um yeah, affiliate, so. you just tag the product from a brand and then you get a commission like any other affiliate platforms if you sell anything. Yeah, so. Yeah, hopefully Instagram gets it together, pushes that out to all their creators so that more people have opportunities. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. I keep thinking <clears throat> like shop. Well, I kept thinking shop when affiliate was like the same thing, but shop you have to like connect a bunch of stuff to shopify and like actually have a legit shop so they are different yeah um yes okay this question is kind of we kind of touched on this but how to narrow down your niche and set yourself apart as a content creator um I feel like we kind of touched on Yeah, it. I feel like right. it was like pick three words that really resonate with you and see what's working uh-huh. well and then keep doing that and create high quality content and that's how you do it. Yes. That's the secret sauce. <laughs> yes. And maybe we'll do an episode on this, but that's pretty much like the short answer. Um, okay. Someone asked, what are your fall fashion trend predictions? Do you see brown outfits being popular again very specific um love that absolutely and absolutely brown is a fall color yeah I think you just shot I feel like I remember you shooting like a brown like skirt or something recently I can't remember I feel like you just shot a very fall stop wearing brown I need to start wearing more brown again (laughs) that was such a big color like that chocolate brown I think it is every I feel like that chocolate brown is always in. Um, you love a good espresso brown. Fall. Yeah. What's the other brown? Espresso like co- like that cognac cognac brown. Oh yeah, that's like a light brown. Chestnut brown. We'll call it chestnut. Because, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's very fall vibes for sure. So I will definitely be posting yeah. brown. And we also want to do an episode on fall fashion predictions especially with new york fashion week coming up yes but do you have like one that you have in mind maybe we can both say one okay so off the top of my head just from what i've seen from brands is denim on denim on denim on denim on denim on denim like it's gonna be like so big like denim boots denim shorts denim tops denim jackets denim hat Mm -hmm. like like the whole look denim 
love that. Britney That's, Spears. Yes. Can- exactly. What did they call it? Canadian Canadian Tuxedo. Tuxedo, yeah. Yep. Yep. What about you? Um okay, off the top of my head, I feel like I'm seeing maxi skirts and I'm kind of living for it. Like I love a low rise a low rise maxi skirt. Like so cute. People wearing with like sneakers and loafers. Cute. Um so I feel like that could be a fun change because that definitely was not really a thing last year. So, um, yeah, I feel like that can be really cute. But we will have an episode on this. Yes. With all things fashion or fall predictions, like locations, Perfect. trends, all that type of thing. So stay tuned. I'm excited. My favorite um, season. I know. <laughs> Um, okay, this is a good one. Tips on approaching influencers at events that you have never met before. <laughs> I feel like get a nice drink, go to the bar if you're of age. Get I feel like if you think courage. about it, yeah, that definitely liquid just courage. Do but also, I think literally everyone just wants to feel welcomed and like, yes. like they belong. So even if someone doesn't feel or look like they are, you know, super approachable, maybe, I mean, obviously feel the vibes, but I feel like most most people people are are just nervous. Most people are just nervous. Everyone wants to feel welcome. And so chances are, if you go up to that person and say, hi, like my name is blah, blah, blah. Like, um, give them a compliment, literally start the conversation with like, Oh my God, I love your outfit. Like, where did you get your shoes? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, everyone at events, like, just wants to talk to people, feel welcome, feel, you know, that type of vibe. So if you can, like, be a warm energy to someone, they're not going to shut you down ever, you know? Like, this industry is all about networking connections. Like, you never want to be rude at an event. And if you are, that says more about them than it does about you. So just keep that in mind. Just be warm and... Yeah, and I feel like, too, if you, like, the area, I guess, I don't know, I see this a lot, but girls are recently posting on their close friends event invites, and they're like, is anyone going to this? So I feel like if you see that, you could totally be like, hey, I saw you're going to this event. Like, do you want to go together? Do you want to carpool? Do you want to meet there? Because that way you can either go with someone or meet someone at the door or just know a friendly face or a familiar face is going to be there and I feel like that also helps too because I do feel like after COVID and everything like people do have social anxiety yeah and so talk about it yeah going to events like obviously it's very stressful it's hard like my biggest thing when going to events alone I hate like parking and walking by myself to the event but literally once I'm in the door I'm a hundred percent fine But it's, like, getting over that, like, mental block for some reason. But once you do it and you keep doing it, it gets easier and you get more comfortable. And I feel like most times if you engage with your local community or the local girls, you're going to see someone you know. I feel like we haven't been to an event recently that we haven't seen someone we knew. Yeah, that's so true. Make sure you are engaged with girls in your area that could potentially be at events. Um be like yeah. oh my gosh I totally follow you on Instagram like are you blah 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 or just literally everyone loves a compliment if you give someone a compliment yeah. they don't smile like sociopath vibes you know so <laughs> absolutely <laughs> JK but like not so I yeah. feel like 
that's all you got to do. It's scary at first, but once you do it, it gets so easy and networking is such an important skill in the industry. So, oh, and the um, other thing too, I think that we say is like, get yourself to the event, walk in the door, look for the brand contact, like make sure you introduce yourself and say hi. And then if you still like aren't feeling the vibe, don't feel comfy, then you can just leave. And like you went there, you did what you needed Mm -hmm. to do and then you leave. But Again, like we said, you're going to see someone you know. It's going to be fun. They're going to have like little activations, like do the little activities they have, whether it's like a bou- build a bouquet or mm-hmm. what else do brands do? I don't even know. Embroidery, like yeah. making little jewelry, like things. any of those little things that they have, like just go up and do that and chances are someone else is going to come up or you can talk to the person who owns that brand. I don't know. There are so many ways I feel like to stay occupied at events yeah to really like push yourself that's so true yeah I like, feel like just take are... your photos and yeah. take your stories all that kind of stuff yeah everyone's really nice most of the time so just keep that in mind <laughs> yes okay next question how to raise your rate from a previous rate with a brand you've been working with for months so does that come off right okay how to raise your rate from so yeah I think, like, like a brand just, you're working with and you want to like raise your if rate you have like a them. consistent rate you've been yeah. getting with them for months how do you raise it that is a question yeah i def is it like a monthly like partnership or is it like kind of like a long-term thing i feel like in I general feel like i feel like, like you a raise monthly your thing okay i feel like in general you raise your rate like every 10k ish yeah, I feel until like you a hit like 100k and then I feel like once you hit 100 did you raise it every like 50k ish yeah but also super depends I guess on your engagement like if you're seeing oh yeah engagement like lots of other factors for sure yeah but I wouldn't I think like be nitpicky to a brand if you went from like right. 20k to like 25k totally. because I think at the end of the day it's more important to keep the consistent work because then it's mutually beneficial for both but definitely if you've seen like insane growth from like a reel or your engagement has done like really well like you have to be able to present the brand with something so you have yeah. to be able to justify just like if you were at a regular nine to five and you're asking for a, a raise promotion. you have to justify right why you're asking like you know I've grown this much in the past six months or I my engagement rate has increased from this to this whatever it is your strong suit is amazing but I think you have to really like position it in a way that the brand can see that it's good ROI for them yeah that makes sense it's all about insights but I don't think from like month to month to month you like ask for more money like every single month and month unless like something crazy happened yeah Definitely, you got to come at them with like the facts, the numbers. Mm-hmm. If you can create a little insight deck on, hey, like this is the increase I've seen since we've last worked together or since we started working together, like this is my new rate because of X, Y, and Z. Let yeah. me know if we can continue working together on this like raised rate or whatever. Um, it's all about insights, it's all about numbers, all about the facts. So just make sure you have something that you can show them why you need to raise your rate or why your rate has increased and it'll totally make sense to them. Like we have said this before, but like make it so it's awkward for them to say no, you know, if 
Yeah. That makes sense. Like if you're seeing like super high engagement since you started working together, like it would be awkward if they were like, oh yeah, no, we can't raise it. Sorry. Even though you've, you know, engaged or your engagement has increased by that much. I mean, I feel like some brands like are kind of out of touch where like they ask you for more deliverables for less money and you're like, hello. Yeah, you won't. You'd be surprised. You truly would be surprised. I have a brand that I don't work with anymore because they refused to raise the rate since 2020. And I the increase in everything across the board with my account is like insane from 2020, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, that just doesn't make sense to me anymore. They'll, you know, those types of partnerships they can always come back they understand I think it's better to hold yourself to a standard and you know only accept things that make sense energetically and like you feel good about agreed yeah okay next question how to deal with people using your photos that aren't you so I think we think that this person is talking about like detail photos um i'm assuming like someone else is posting your filler photo on their feed is how we took that question yeah and please correct me if i'm wrong um but yeah that's how we're taking it so like say you have a really cute um like sneaker pick and then people are using it on their page I would hope that they're tagging you, honestly. Absolutely. But if not, I would just DM them, honestly. And because if your if your photo is on Pinterest and it made it on Pinterest and maybe they didn't realize it was like you, I don't know. I think I would just DM them. Honestly, if it's bothering you, DM them. Like you have every right to do that. Just say, hey girl. Um, yeah, do you mind definitely give them or? the benefit of the doubt for sure. Because like you said, they could have found it on Pinterest, could have been just like a random photo. Yeah. But obviously, if it's yours, you can just be like, hey, girl, like you posted this photo. It's like my photo. I created it. Like, do you mind tagging me? Yeah. Like, that's actually I feel like most do. times <laughs> what's going to happen is they'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, yes, I'll definitely tag you. That's the best response. Um. I feel like they could potentially block you, which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, or you could just ask yeah. them to take it down if, like, you're super uncomfortable. So, yeah, just DM them. I feel like any person would do that. Um, and obviously that's, like, a shitty thing to do You yeah, if they're not tagging you. Um, the same thing is kind of, the next question, dealing with people who copy, well, different, but copy your poses and locations. I feel like it depends the level of copying. Yeah, it like, I don't know. I just, I guess I feel like it, it, yeah, it just happens a lot. And like people are going to see like if you go to a certain location and you do a certain pose and it does really well, they're going to want to recreate it. But I think for me, it's when it comes down to, like, the exact outfit, the exact, like, everything, everything is exact to a T. That's when I feel like it's a little kind of weird and that maybe, you know, you could ask them to tag you as inspo. But I feel like in this industry, like, people copying your locations, like, I don't think that's a thing. Like, you don't 
really own a location like I don't know unless it's your house like you right own a location people are gonna like if it's a popular beach spot or a popular flower stand like people are gonna find it they're gonna shoot there like it kind of is what it is I think it's more of like the pose and the outfit that hopefully they switch up a little more and that hopefully it's not like a repetitive thing where all they do is just copy your poses at your locations because we've definitely heard of like stories like that where like someone was copying someone else like every single post and that's like a much obviously that's obviously not okay but if it's like a one-off Maybe every so often there's a similar looking thing like you you have to let it go because honestly, one, you're doing your job, clearly, like people are inspired by you yeah, and two, like you just, it's going to happen. I don't know. So just, you know, just be respectful tabs, about it. Be respectful. <laughs> Tag your inspo if you feel compelled, like everyone yeah. I feel like people appreciate that and you would obviously also appreciate that if someone was using your location and pose and outfit and spo as well so I feel like just kind of keep those things in mind yeah but (laughs) next one is how do you budget for various income months I feel like we know our expenses by now our monthly expenses yeah and so once that's covered then you can kind of like categorize I don't know you can I guess we know what our expenses are every month and so it's like that's the number we have to make every month right like we know like our baseline we know like our stretch goals and then I feel like obviously you want to have a savings for like a rainy day like Mm -hmm. just in case you do have a slower month that you're fine And then when you have, like, those really big months, those can roll over into slower months, like... Yeah, so it all kind of evens out in a way. Yeah, I would say just figure out what that number is that you need to make every month, and then the rest is up to you, because that's, like, the absolute, you know, minimum you need to make. Put some away for savings, put some away for taxes, and then... Yeah, treat yourself a little bit. But yeah, I feel like that's what we do. Yeah, pretty simple. Um, And you can also kind of determine your rate if you need to based on that. Yeah. Um, Within reason. But okay, the next ones are kind of like fun personal cues. So what's your favorite activewear brand? Oh. Okay, let's see. Um, off the top of my head, um, oh my gosh, I'm like blinking. Okay, Adenola. Okay. Aloe. Aloe first, actually. Aloe. Yeah, I was Adenola. Say <laughs> um, Fabletics. I feel like those are the main ones. Yeah, we just went to a Joa Brown event. I don't know if that's an activewear. That's more, actually more leisure. It was so cute. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't think I got act. <laughs> but you got a full active set, so. Yeah, cute. so cute. But however, I would not work out in it, so maybe that doesn't count. Um, yeah. Yeah, actually, glad you said Fabletics because truly, I love Fabletics. Like, love. 
I would say for me, Aloe Fabletics. I forgot about Adenola for a quick sec, but wow, those sets are so good. They're just so soft. I love They're them. They're so soft. Um, but yeah, every month else? I get Fabletics and I just love them. And Aloe's like luxurious, feels amazing. Just Ugh, love them. Love Aloe. Yeah. I feel like that's right. Yes. Um, okay. Can you guys go over your daily jewelry? favorite jewelry brands actually i feel like we've talked about this but i guess our daily jewelry what what are you wearing i feel like my go-to chain necklace is Aaron fader i feel like i'm always wearing it um i also love satin stones it's a small jewelry brand based in san diego we love them yes and then i feel like my favorite chunky earrings are from eclatant all my kind of like go-to gold staple earrings and then in terms of rings I feel like I kind of switch it up I don't have any on but I'm thinking like I have like my Aaron Fader rings I have some designer rings um some satin stone rings I think that's like yeah my go-to's for sure it's your daily what about you um honestly at this point like all my jewelry is set in stones i love them so much um currently wearing pieces my two pearl bracelets that i always wear is set in stones i have like a little gold chain with a pearl on it that's set in stones i have this like this random okay this other pearl necklace that's fraser sterling and i have one from shawnee shawnee jacoby i think that's how you say it um and then my earrings, I need to find a good pair because I feel like I always, one, lose them or they get, like, gross. Yeah. So I'm looking for a good pair right now. But other than that, like, in my ears, I always have – in my second holes – I'm talking about my first holes, sorry. But my second holes, I'm always wearing my Aaron Fader gold hoops. I've never taken them off since I got them. These little gold ones. Yeah. My, like, cute. gold little huggy ones. So, I feel like we yeah. love like small business like jewelry brands. Yes, love small business jewelry brands. In Paris, I wore Zeppelin the label pearl hoops the entire time. Cute. And that's a small business in San Diego. Do you still wear one the one you made? Uh, that one like I lost the letters. <laughs> Wait, the what? Are you talking about the one that said my name? Oh, no, 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 no. The, the one we made at the Nasty Gal event. Oh, you know what? Um, that has been go? out of sight, out of mind for a while. I don't know where oh. she is, and I'm really sad about it. I need to find her. But that was from Charlie? Charlie Bates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, yeah. God. Oh, she used to be my favorite. Okay, I need to find that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was another good one for sure. Yeah, but yeah I feel like. Totally. Yeah. Oh, and recently for me, I got some really good pieces from Goriana. Oh, yeah. So. I love that. love Goriana because if anything rusts or um, has They'll any sort of defect, it. they yeah, replace it, it. Yeah. Which is amazing. Really so it's like lifetime, lifetime guarantee. Yeah. Okay. Next. Yep, yep, yep. Favorite place to travel for content can be international or in the U.S. Or both? Um, I feel like for the U.S., definitely Soho in New York. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. And then, obviously, international for me would be Paris. Yeah. What about you? Um, 
Okay, U.S., if I'm going, like, sunsetty vibes, ugh, I have a few. Like, okay, sunset, summer vibes. O.C., I feel like, has so much stuff. Like, that Laguna Beach shot yeah. is stunning. Haven't shot there, but, like, love that. Also love Del Mar in San Diego for, like, street style. Love Soho. Yeah. Love that. I'm excited to shoot there again. Um, yeah. And then international... I mean, yeah, like, and honestly, anywhere in freaking Europe, like, anywhere with that stone, like, neutral wall is so cute, but I feel like Paris content does really well, so, yeah, yeah, I feel like everyone loves to see Paris stuff. Okay, next one is best shoes worth the splurge. <laughs> Do you have one in mind? I'm like, you know what, you guys? I'm trying to think. I wouldn't say the, okay, the Prada loafers are so cute, but they're so not comfy, and that's the T. Um, I'm trying to think in general, like, what are cute ones? I don't really know. Maybe Best like Best really shoes good... worth the splurge. I feel like, like a really good heel and, like, a really good... Would you say your mock and mocks? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. I need to get. They are so comfortable. They're so cute. I feel like I could walk around in them all night. Absolutely. Yes. There you have it. I don't have an answer yet because I love my Versace heels, but I haven't walked enough in them. Occasion. Yeah. So. Trying to think. I'm waiting for my Balenciaga sneakers to have another moment. Yeah, I feel like if you can get them comfy, like comfy and cute, that's obviously the goal. Because um, if not, they're kind of just sitting there and they're only you're only wearing them for photos. Yeah, but I don't have mock and mocks, but I hear they're so comfortable and they're stunning. So I will probably be splurging on those soon. Love that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't, yeah. It's like a good, yeah, good best cue. shoes worth the splurge. Honestly, I think for fall, with fall coming up, just like investing in good pairs of like heeled boots, like not mm-hmm. too high heels, like a comfortable, like I kind of like a bit of a lower, like smaller heel, like easier to walk. Like those shoots boots that I have that are like the cream, like croc so cute. Ones, I love them. Those are like, I want to say they're like maybe $230 I think or like around there but I feel like that's a good like investment shoe like I wear them literally all the time I always get compliments on them I just bought some the like uh, Tony Bianco ones that like are viral the ones that like Matilda Jerf wears I just got that pair those ones are like a couple hundred dollars as well but they're so comfortable so I personally love a good like statement boot that's mm-hmm. comfortable, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. You just like need to prioritize comfort if you're splurging because we have some boots that like that's like our go-tos and it's so easy because it's like we yeah. know we can wear these to events and we're not going to be like our feet like, aren't going to So hurt. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Almost done. Two more questions. What other podcasts do you guys listen to? We both so, love the morning toast. toasters. Yes, we, we listen are toasters. To it Who every else? Day. 
Um, Walsh is a toaster. Yeah. Ready, set, spill is like my yep. next favorite, I feel like, right now. She. Yep. Um, I feel like she's really good at interviewing people. Lindsay Carter, the owner yes, of Lindsay that Carter. She gets such um, good people on her podcast, and they're so inspiring. I just love what they talk about. I love it too. So I also good. love um, Mariana Hewitt's podcast. Oh yeah, I need. To I like her voice, that. and she also has really good guests as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I and just then, love an inspiring one with like founders. I love founders episodes where they talk about how they got to where they are. I obviously um, love a good caller daddy episode. I feel like she's really stepped up her guests as well. Yeah, it's and very interesting. The, the podcast called Second Life. She interviews like really big CEOs too, and I used to love that podcast. I still do, but I feel like she's already gotten a lot of people on like in the past so um definitely worth going through her episodes and finding some good founders if you like those types of things um yeah i feel like those are like my go-to me too yeah good podcast okay last question gucci or prada (laughs) sunglasses okay so I have really thought about this. So if you are someone, I, okay, so I love my Pradas now because I can wear them not down to my nose, if that makes sense. Like the Gucci's are so cute, but for me personally, they look so weird when they're actually covering my eyes and doing their job. So like, I actually can't practically wear them because they look so strange on me. Like for the Gucci's, I have to have them slid down kind of on my nose. So they're not super protecting, but the Pradas I can wear and actually protect my eyes. So I have been loving those. Yeah, I feel like the Gucci's are definitely more like very like rigid and like very rectangular. Whereas the Pradas have like a nice, like a softer shape to them. I do have the Pradas in the black and the white because I love them so much. Yeah, they're so cute. I love them. I feel like the Pradas for me, I feel like I like the Pradas just because they kind of go with every outfit no matter what you're trying to style. So if you're going casual or you're dressing it up or you want to like an elevated chic look, I feel like you can always throw the Pradas on and they go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like definitely the Pradas, but I feel like we definitely got all so much wear out of the Gucci's before the Pradas came out. Yeah, I like the Pradas a lot because I feel like I can wear them anytime, but because I could only wear the Gucci's like a little bit impractically. Yeah. I, I think that was just a personal preference because I didn't like them when they were actually like scooted up like protecting my eyes so yeah I didn't no, actually, that makes like, sense yeah I get so that. yeah amazing okay wow great That's questions this cues, week, you guys. guys yeah that was a really good episode and we have our listener of the week which is adventures of madison with two ends she asked Cute. a lot of these questions she sent in some really good ones so thank you madison for sending in your questions and for being a listener we really appreciate you also she has some really cute summer vibes going on on her profile really cute colors i saw some pink so love that girl (laughs) love that we appreciate all the support and love always so thank you guys so much for that but i think that's it obviously 
if you guys made it to the end you guys are the real ones we love you if you're not in our facebook group yet come and join and what else we have our two amazing trips coming up next year if you're yes. interested in joining for either one of those we are going to france in june and we'll be going to italy in september so we're really really excited for that and I think that's pretty much it. Please rate and leave a review on our podcast. It really helps us and we read them and it's so sweet, you guys. We really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much. And yes. yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Hope you guys have an amazing week and we will talk to you in our next episode. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.